get to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Let it begin. Hello and welcome to a brand new The Ultimate Fighter, a champion will be crowned. My name is Daria Baronado, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Mr. George Aramosa and Mr. Jay Tan, as always. Okay, and Alexis got- Torres on the board. Yes. We got the band back together again. Ah. We do! <laughs> and who is this sitting next to me? I, I said George, but... Clearly, that's well, not you George. Said, you said I, I felt very left out last week, so what? I figured maybe I'd come and wear a mask today. Because of last week, remember you guys so were that, wearing masks? So that was it? Oh, right. I mean, I, I said... Okay, fine. Okay, fine. This past weekend, I was in a wrestling match. Now, if anybody knows you uh, Mexican wrestling or you Lucha Libre, uh, there's a lot of uh, masked wrestlers. Lucha so a lot of them would have to have a loser has to take off their mask. I lost a loser has to put on a mask. Because, oh. you know, so pretty much. Uh, Which means that, well, no, we didn't lose last week. We just wore them for yes. the festivity of Halloween. Absolutely. We were being festive. And I'm just that ugly. There is that. <laughs> that is yeah. not true. That is not true. It's completely Even the box true. is talking, saying it's not true. Even oh. the iTunes fans know that. Even the iTunes fans know that. <laughs> just by a, your voice. I do have a nice radio voice. voice. How, How you doing, Daria? How you doing? I like your hair. Is that how you talk on your radio show? I like your hair. I like your hair. What's your name? What's your name? You want to make out? Ah! <laughs> I mean, out with my microphone. Uh, okay, so guys, the, uh, last week, let's do a little recap. Ashley Daly defeated Angela Magana via TKO in the second round, making Team Pettis 6 uh, and 0. Whopping 6 and 0. You, you forgot the word whopping. <laughs> whopping 6 and 0. He likes my notes. You want to know it's funny about when I made these notes? You pointed it out as we were watching the episode just a minute ago. Uh, I wrote. <laughs> I was writing who's in the quarterfinals now, and I wrote Rose Namajunas or Namayunas question mark, assuming that she would win before I watched the episode. So what's that's her last name? Funny. I, it's Namajunas. I thought it was Namajunas. I just call her Ro- Roseberry since she's engaged Roseberry. to Pat Berry. So I was thinking maybe you think she'll change. Yet, you think she'll change that name? Yeah, probably. Roseberry is kind of sweet. That is kind Roseberry. of cute little name. Roseberry is kind of sweet. Well, they are kind of sweet. Rose and berries. Um, have- <laughs> Roses don't have berries. No. I don't think, anyway. No, just thorns. Uh, she definitely had some thorns. Yeah. That fight was amazing. She was stinging, right? Yes, With those lefts and rights was. and the kicks? Uh, okay, so uh, Alex Chambers goes mm-hmm. up against number seven ranked Rose Namajunas. Uh, this week. This week. Mm-hmm. The first win for Team Melendez. Yeah. So go ahead and tell us about that, Jay. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was a great scrap. Uh, first round finish, uh, we had, uh, by submission, rear mm-hmm. naked choke with, I, th- I didn't quite get the time, but probably about, uh, 30 seconds left. A, another check. Is it volume better there on me? I was feeling, I, can hear you I was feeling a little bit quiet there. Yeah, uh, just about 30 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rose came out, the, I think the, one of the themes of this show was the, the buildup that we haven't seen a lot from Rose in terms of her personality, but of course, right. With every first match the women have, 
it's their moment for us to get to know them. Mm -hmm. And so one of the themes really about, you know, her story was this buildup of being potentially the first win for Team Melendez after a long slide, but also, more importantly, this huge um, buildup within herself of uh, a lot of the pressure she's faced, I think, in her life going into the house and then having to deal with all the training and drama in the house really seemed to hit a boiling point right before her match, as it does for many fighters. Um, but she came out there... <laughs> <laughs> This is live internet, folks. Like I always say, and there you go. Uh, <laughs> somebody's calling into the wrong number into the studio yeah. here, apparently. Do they want to talk? Let me talk to them real quick. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I offered. Uh-oh. Mom, we're taping here. <laughs> Sorry. Um, go ahead. So, you know, Rose came out, uh, both guns blazing. You know, she really pressed the attack, which impressed me. Um, right. And, and Alex, you know, no slouch of her own, uh, was not quite as aggressive, but when she could get off... Uh, a combo or so she did, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but Rose really pushed it to her. And uh, it was – either Rose was keeping Alex against the cage. Um, Alex shot for uh, takedowns. Um, well, Rose Rose clinched her and then got a trip takedown. She got Alex mm -hmm. to the ground a couple of times. Yeah. What I was surprised about, I knew Rose had a very diverse stand-up game, very interesting striking. She, You know, she's known for – uh, crazy, crazy kicks and uh, crazy submissions. Crazy submissions. She mm -hmm. did a flying armbar and a flying triangle uh, yeah. a couple fights ago, ending in 12 seconds in the first round mm -hmm. uh, via flying armbar, which is super cool. <laughs> um, so she's definitely a, a very talented fighter, but also a very, uh, you know, she takes chances in the cage, which mm -hmm. I love about a fighter. It's nothing more interesting to watch sitting on the edge of your seat knowing any minute it could be a knockout or, or you know, a submission finish. That's mm -hmm. so awesome. But more importantly, I want to step back and talk about, uh, you know, the personal side of Rose Namajunas that we got to learn right. this week. Um, well, uh, suffice to say, though, I, I think finishing up the, the match itself, though, uh -huh. Alex, again, to her to her credit, was uh, w was working hard for, for what she could. Um, but Rose... Rose had her back a couple of times. Rose really was was dominant in I, when she got her to the ground, took the back, you know, and threatened with a choke, and mm -hmm. uh, and did get the rear naked choke at, uh, at the end. I think within the first minute, as watching it from from the comfort of my chair, <laughs> I think within the first minute, I realized this fight. There's no chance of Alex winning. No. And to be honest with you, had that uh, had that round would have gone the whole way, I would have gave Rose Namajunas ten eight. I, I think that she was mm. completely dominant. I think her positioning, I think her posture, it just in every single way was more dominant. Um, yeah, Alex did get a few strikes in there, but getting two or three mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything. Uh, she completely, I think, was completely outclassed, outmatched, out everything. By well Rose. said. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with maybe her her fiance being a top kickboxer, <laughs> you know, in USC. Pat Barry, cause, yeah. Cause some of those, uh, boxing techniques and kickboxing techniques really show, really shined in that fight. And yeah. I, I think, first of all, I said this, I think I said this last week, Rose Namajunas was so confident. Her composure is so, and it's crazy cause she's 22 years old, probably the youngest in the house. Mm -hmm. Um, not the youngest in the strawweight division cause we do have, um, what's Paige her name? Zandt. Yeah. Paige Van Zant, who just turned 20, I think. Uh, but definitely a younging in, in the sport and in the UFC. Mm -hmm. And to have such confidence and composure at that age, um, going back to what I was saying about her, her emotional state, um, she was just going back into her past and telling us um, something that she has 
had to deal with recently coming onto the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that she was sexually harassed throughout mm-hmm. her life. She, um, the and, way and, she and she mentioned abuse as well. I mean, yeah. harassment's one thing. Like she but, never she never went into <clears> detail. Um, so we kind of it kind of is a little gray area, but yeah, definitely you can tell it's something something that she may be gone through, kind of letting everybody know, just not even you know here, but everybody right. know. Listen, it's okay to talk to. It's okay to ask for help. You know, it's, right. Don't be ashamed of it. Uh, just there is something that you, people can do to help friends, mm-hmm. uh, support groups, anything. It's important and, to work through it. Yeah, yeah. she she really uh, gave credit to Pat Berry, her fiance, by saying that he encouraged her to come out and talk about it, and yeah. that it would be a healing process for her dealing with it publicly. You know, maybe getting mm. support or just just having the power to say it out loud and yeah. to deal with it and to confront the problem. Um, I give her so much credit for doing so, and I think it's an important message not only to women but to anybody out there that's dealing with abuse. That Absolutely. Talking about it is good. It can be good. It can be therapeutic even, I think. And getting help is what you need to do when you're in these situations. I mean, yeah. If you hold it all in for, I think, the long – I mean, I don't, I'm not familiar with the situation and just kind right. of basing it off things that I've seen. Uh-huh. I've seen that a lot of people that tend to hold it in for a long period of time usually tend to lash out in many different ways. Right. So it's good that she's still kind of young and was able to cope with it uh, right. with, you know, her fiancé, with, you know, mm-hmm. the show, um, with everything in general. So it's good that at least she's a fighter and kind of being able to – um, therapeutic in some ways. Absolutely. You know? I mean, even like for me, I don't, you know, I don't have a, a heavy past like that, but getting in the cage is therapeutic for me. Just with everyday drama and struggles, you get in there and nothing matters. Yeah. You know, you let everything that is in your life bothering you go and for those 5, 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is, and you just fight. You know what I mean? Um, and when I saw her get in the cage, this is where I'm bringing it back to Bacon, as Jay says. Uh, when I saw her get in the cage, just the way her com- she was composed and how ready she looked and the way she fought just it almost was like like a parallel it almost seemed mm-hmm. like her emotional problems were coming through her fighting mm-hmm. like she was literally physically expressing herself in yeah. the fight um i mean just the way she uh stalked alex chambers down picked her apart but also a, a lot of uh, you know amateur fighters as these girls are not uh, they make one mistake, and that's when when they see or when they smell blood, they rush the opponent, mm. and then they you know they overstep, and then they get taken down or something you yeah. know bad happens. Rose did an amazing job getting back to the technical side of keeping that distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had her against the cage, but she wasn't up against her. She wasn't really close. She wasn't even at arm's reach. She kept that perfect distance where she could go in with a kick or go in with a punch at the same time. She picked her shots very well, yeah. literally and figuratively. You know, with her mm-hmm. combos going up and down. Um, also, you know, kicks and, and body shots left and right. Right. Um, but also specifically, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, knowing when to press and clinch and when to... Uh, <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> you okay there, buddy? Oh, man. It's that mask. It oh, makes it, it hard for liquids to go yeah. down. See. Went down the wrong hole of the mask there. More than, more than one hole. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she was, uh, she was well composed there. And right. uh, it was I agree with George. It was definitely her round, to be sure. Um, one thing I want to note here. Yeah. Last week, and 
I, I doubt this will ever get back to uh, to Alex, but I owe Alex Chambers an apology. Apparently, last week I mentioned that she was a blue belt. I was looking at my notes. It says purple. I knew that. I think blue just came out. Okay. It blue blew out of my mouth. I apologize. <laughs> Alex Chambers going in was a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. Wow. Okay. Perhaps still is. Hopefully I'm, she's brown or something. We're so, or, so sorry. Or, well, I didn't make a well, mistake. He's I, so sorry. <laughs> He's so sorry. I, I want to make sure I get my facts straight. And, Please call uh, him back. That, w- that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes. Alex, come on back. Alex. Come on and uh, just call come join on us on, on the show. <laughs> Come on on. Hang out with us. Yeah. We're you can find me belt, at, right? se- at 716, uh, at JTAN716, all over the social media. All over? We'll, we'll, uh, We're not schedule there yet. It. We're not there. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're not wrapping up the show yet, I Jay. Know. Well, let's take it back Gosh. to much earlier in the episode. Yes, please do. You know, where this whole uh, – one of the things that really tipped off about the show was mm-hmm. – Jeez, the pettiness and the drama and the clickishness of this whole thing. <laughs> Let me just say this. I think we're finally getting to that drama that yeah. Dana White was talking about now. You know, I guess it has happened in the past, but right. woo, we got a dose of it here. I, mean, right? I definitely it- had the under in episode seven. I would have thought episode one, we would have seen that whole <laughs> drama, Mean Girls. Right. They've really built us up. They they uh, let us on here, but they finally have given us what we've been asking for. Um Heather Joe Clark. Yeah. It starts with, of course, the <laughs> oh drama at Team Melendez. So she finds out that she actually tore her ACL, fully tore it. Yeah. You know, not like a minor fracture or anything like that, uh, which the girls have been accusing her of faking Yep, for the past couple weeks. Getting out of training and doing the aerobike right. bi- the bike thing, aerobike right. bike. Just not participating in, in team training. And yeah. they, they've really bullied her in a sense. They really chose her out of the group and, you know, decided to not believe the words coming out of her mouth. They, yeah. they seemed to think she was kind of like a BSer. We talked about this in the past couple of episodes. Right. And it really got to the point of, of uh, far too much, you know, mean girl bullying, almost as if Heather had nobody else I'm, in the I'm, house. I'm kind right. of surprised. Maybe it's the editing. Maybe it's the producer. Maybe it's just the way it is. But if you really think about it, it kind of comes across as hypocritical because you had who were the biggest bullies of them all? You know, Angela, Maganya, mm-hmm. Rose kind of right. did, did a little t- trash talking too. But it looks like just based on their past, they were the ones that kind of had a previous experience Dealt with, with the bullying. abusing they were and, and molestation and, and bullying and whatnot. So it's kind of like you would think that they would know better. So it kind of comes across as they're like kind of two-faced in some ways. Of course, that's probably just the editing um, portion of it's it. True, but it just kind of like – it kind of makes you root for Heather who was – did come across as kind of unlikable and annoying. Now it's kind right. of like, oh, well, no, it looks like these other girls are kind of the bitches of the group. You yeah. know? But it was always, I mean, with Heather, it was always a, a um, unintentional. You know, yeah. Trying too hard is, I, I suppose, is, is a crime unto itself, but life could be crime. worse than that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not something that's like, oh, I'm blatantly being a mean girl. She wasn't yeah. being mean. She's being annoying. And they just decided to pounce to on that. To those women. Maybe others got along with right, them. Right, exactly. There, not to say that she is annoying. Yeah, but there certainly was some vindication as uh, as Heather comes out and says, you know, here's the paperwork. I've, I've got a full t- ACL tear off. There was a moment there in the locker room where she said, I tore my ACL. And, and I think it was like, cricket, cricket, where's your apologies? Yeah. And, and she didn't get any They didn't say a front. word up front. Yeah. Now, even Coach Melendez paused for a minute. He didn't yep. say anything. And I'm like, dude, like, come on. You're the coach. At least say something. <laughs> 
finally, after like a maybe, once again editing, it might have been a dramatic pause in the editing. I think room. it was the same shot. His, uh, his response, right? Well, that sucks. <laughs> and then he goes. Moments later, he goes. Oh, let's go train. Yeah. <laughs> on a good, he says. On the bright. Uh, yeah. On the bright side, let's go train. I'm like, really, dude. This girl just Look, lost. He's like, a fighter himself. I don't know how much coaching he does. Lifetime. You know, of of smaller, uh, of younger fighters, or, right. or in wrestling, or anything. Um, you know, he's forced into this leadership role. I don't know yeah, that it necessarily right, right. comes naturally for him. I think he may have uh, taken to the opinions of his, uh, you know, of his team as well, though. You think? Because you saw them talking to him about it in various shots over the past couple episodes. You know, right. he was informed on the Heather Joe Clark situation. Right, yeah. I don't um, know that he necessarily uh, was processing that as him taking their side. Right, yeah. right. Maybe not so dramatic as that. But he definitely made it seem like that in that one shot. I was like, okay, that wasn't very consoling. She just <laughs> tore her ACL. She's off the show. It's over. Well, I think also that that's one of those scenarios where if you don't know how to control that situation, um, I mean, what else is there to do but move on and go train? You right. know? And that's where right. everyone is in their element and can work these things out psychologically. Right. Uh, talking about Rose getting in the cage and, and letting these these pent up emotions get mm-hmm. out and work it out, you know, physically. Uh, the same token, that's same you know, goes for them. Yeah, I mean, that's, right. that's why a lot of us work out. But to to, to know, uh, she did uh, get an apology after from Angela Magana, mm-hmm. and then um, you saw Beck Rawlings on the top bunk bed saying mm-hmm. she was going to apologize. Yeah, and they Emily didn't show Kagan. It, but yeah, yeah, and then, sure. you know, th- those were nice moments. Yeah, um, they were. I, I think it was important for us to see that. I, I felt a certain. Vindication for Heather that she got that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it all came together. It was like, thank few, yeah. you know, not all that hostility. You know, a couple episodes, Felice, uh, Felice beat Heather, and Heather made extended the olive branch to squash beef, for lack right. of a better phrase. And whether that stuck or not. She made that – she took that initiative and by the same token these other girls I did. I did see you – know. uh, there's like a bit of a Twitter war going on I believe between Felice Herrig and Heather Joe Clark. But I – Still? One snippet ladies, I saw. Ladies, ladies, come on. I know. Just tranquilo, eh? It was uh, – Just hug it out, make out, and invite me. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. Who knew si. that was coming? <laughs> I did. Ole. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Felice was saying octagon. See, well, it's really quick. The the masked wrestler, his name is Octagon. Yeah, nice coincidence there. So, uh, this nice is little lead into the octagon of, of the, the four UFC. masks Very that nice. I had to share with everybody. The one that didn't get picked uh, last week for the Halloween episode was this one. Octagon. So it comes See. back. Yeah, it is the Mexican luchador Octagon, who's got a uh, got a le- legendary past in Mexico. Long time uh, famous luchador. Interesting. Octagon. So ties together with the uh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> with the platform. So uh, what I was saying was that Felice Herrig was tweeting something along the lines of, um, "Well, or she sa- she even said it on Tough Talk when she was on Tough Talk yeah. with Heather Joe Clark. She said, uh, I don't think I would have gotten that apology if she would have won.' Hmm. Probably not. No, <laughs> no. But she. But I do think that she probably would have gotten the you know, hey, good match kind of thing. As you do. I mean, if you're the victor, right." And you win. Yeah, if you're the victor, you win by default. <laughs> if you're the victor and there's a beef, nine times out of ten, you do at least offer that uh, professional congratulations. Congratulations, unless, good job, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're uh, Michael Bisping uh, oh. and George Santiago or uh, – yeah. is it Santiago, right? Oh, yeah, Not Harrison. George uh, – yeah, yeah. uh, no. Not George Masvidal. George – 
I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I got the face. I just can't. Or, or, or if you're Ronda and Misha in the second match, no. you know, yeah, and then you the, walk away and you keep that beef. Speaking of Misha Tate, yes. Uh, another thing on Twitter, she she stuck out and said that she was um, not happy with the behavior of Felice Herrig and the others mm. because she's friends with Heather Joe Clark. They've mm. trained together. They're longtime training partners, mm-hmm. and they're actually friends. So I thought that was pretty cool. But Felice Harry got into a Twitter war with Misha Tate. Hmm. And they were oh going boy. back and forth. Maybe a fight at 125 and is looming soon. Misha, I, think I doubt that. Misha started it. Um, me, no, definitely not. There's a huge size difference there. But um, Misha started it by saying, oh, that's why you have such a big mouth on something that Felice had said or something like that. Okay. And then it just started Ooh. this war. And I was reading them back and forth. I'm like, oh, my God, someone just stop it already. But um, Oh, what a tangled web we Yeah, we Misha got in there to defend her, you know, her friend Heather Joe Clark, which, you know, good friends do. But, yep, it turned into a war. I wonder if Twitter is going to go to pay-per-view. If we're now going to start <laughs> having Twitter beefs, you know, forget the cage, forget <laughs> fighting. No, let's see this like, go down those, in a passive-aggressive 140 characters per shot. those Yo Mama joke shows? What was it called? Yo Mama? <laughs> Bring it, Torres. Do you remember that, do George? It. I do. On MTV, they Hosted had like, by Vilma Vardarama. a show called Fez. Yo Mama. Okay. And the guys would go back and forth, and he would go, and he, they would say mama Yo jokes. Mama yeah, joke. Yeah, played the dozens. Like that, but Twitter tweets. And someone would read them. <laughs> All right, you, you ever, should do it. You should get Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. you should do it. Yeah. Did you ever see the celebrities reading their negative tweets? Oh, the Jimmy Kimmel thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah, something like that. I think but, they've done that, actually. Uh, Carla and Felice did that as well, I Did believe. they really? There's a clip out there. Um, early, uh, early this season. If you guys go out and YouTube, or it might be a might be a Vine, I uh-huh. believe possibly. Um, but yeah, Carla Esparza and Felice Herring. That's healthy. Wh- whatever the the mean things, ultimate say tough twenty mean things, something or other. Right, right, right. It's it's out there. You'll whatever. Find it, people, but... you know how to use Safari <laughs> <laughs> and all that yeah. other stuff. I um, hope it doesn't get to that point because I'd like to see. I'd like to continue seeing some fighting. Yes, I agree. Um, also, I, I, was, I want to go back to Rose really quick because I was so impressed with her performance. I want to go out and say I think she is one of the most sophisticated and mature fighters on the season, which is so crazy to say because she's 22. Hmm. I mean, these girls probably have years on her. I don't know. In, in what way do you think? Um, what, what's the maturity? I mean, she the, looked good in the fight, right. clearly. Um, specifically speaking, uh-huh. the picking apart of the opponent, yeah. the the – mature and confident and 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 calm and patient mindset yeah. of of Rose. She wasn't rushing, mm-hmm. but she was dominating. She wasn't crowding, but she was you know what I mean? She was mm-hmm. so just her level of martial arts seemed way beyond that of mm-hmm. anybody else on the show. Hmm. Even uh you know Carlos Barza I would say would be the runner up like those yeah. two would be the closest in skill level. Yeah. Um, because of Carla's wrestling, but Rose just seems like the, I'm going to say it right now. She's the most well-rounded. Mm-hmm. I think she has the highest level of kickboxing, including Angela Hill, who's like, you know, hardcore kickboxer. I think she is. I think she's the stud. I really do. Yeah, I think uh, who, who is it? Uh, was it Pettis or Melendez? Must have been Melendez that mentioned that. I remember hearing one of the coaches saying, you know, so and so fighter is a stud, and I thought. That's oh, a funny thing to say for a female fighter. Or Pettis, did I take that? Because Pettis used to yeah. train with Rose back in the day. Yeah, that's ago. another fact from right. the whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So he, he was saying, you know, obviously I want to win. This is a competition. So I'm rooting for my girl Alex Chambers. But yeah. at the same time, 
me and Rose go back a long time. So mm-hmm. I also, you know, wish yeah. her good luck as well. Well, she goes up next week against – well, not next week. Excuse me. Her next fight is uh, versus – our favorite uh, Scots lady of the of the show, JoJo Calderwood. She was looking good. Rose and JoJo. Rose and JoJo. JoJo was looking good. Yep. Yep. And, oh uh, my god. <laughs> he has such yeah. a thing for JoJo. He's not talking she's, about she's technique. adorable. You mean you don't? She's adorable. Did you not see the bottom of her pud cheeks? Uh, I wasn't looking as much as you were, right? But she was adorable. There, there was, uh, there might have been a shot there of the girls hanging out early in the show. Somebody might have grabbed the remote and paused it. Yeah, that uh, somebody was me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Octagon. Own it. Hey, good buddy. <laughs> Octagon. Octagon. Um, I like that. So, you know, we're getting a little bit of a, uh, a denouement, if you will, to right. Heather and uh, the, the Mean Girls drama. Um, on the flip side, though, there was also the, the note. I think we, we had a little bit more of a buildup. Now, um, next week we'll see Beck Rawlings fight Tisha Torres. <sighs> this will be the last quarterfinal uh, quarterfinal match of the tournament. Right. And, you know, Beck, it, it seemed like they were laying a few seeds of, uh, what, what's her, the seeds of dissension with, uh, between, with Beck and certain girls. There was almost like another click going on here between, uh, Heather, Lisa Ellis, who are both out of the tournament, Tisha Torres, who has switched teams. Right. And, uh, she mentioned the two foreigners. Who was that? JoJo Ashley and Daly. our girl Ash the Bash. Yeah. Yeah. They were all kind of sitting at a table, and then in the kitchen was Angela Magana and, um, Beck Rawlings. Yeah. And it, it was almost like a click within a click. Right. Because the click used to be bigger. It used right. to be Beck, uh, Angela, uh, well, all of Team, a couple others. team Torres, yeah. for that matter. Good point. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I remember them, Beck and, and Angela were talking about how, uh, I guess, Beck is getting salty at Tisha for hanging out with Team Pettis people. Right. And, of course, the uh, – uh, and, and I think uh, Lisa Ellis as well. I think she was a little bit uh, perturbed at her. Right. And, and you had this strange dichotomy visually of, like, five girls – Having a nice time at the dinner table, and then the two girls in the kitchen. Hating one of wh- one of whom has who has been the mean girl, you know. Uh, right. Yeah, it, it, and these are the only two still left in the uh, uh, having a shot in the tournament. Um, is that right or no? Angela Magana, yeah, Angela Magana lost, so she's out. But she's out. Regardless, right. you know, you've got the two girls left, the two leftovers of Team Melendez. As it were, you know, kind of looking, uh, looking at the other girls finally having having a break and being able to enjoy themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if, it's funny. It reminds me of the third act in uh, Casino. Uh, shout out to my girl uh, Allie, who loves the show. When uh, the movie, when you've got Joe Joe Pesci and his <laughs> two guys sitting at the one table, while De Niro is over there with you know politicians and entertainers, right, right, and they're just boozing it up and this and that and the other, and they're saying hey, it looks like they're having a good time with her. We're having a good time here too. Uh-huh, yeah, that, good, that is Jay. my Joe Pesci. But, what do you uh, think, George? You like that? <laughs> my thoughts exactly. The peanut gallery loved it. Octagon. But yeah, so you've got this other, like you say, click within a click. Yes. And yeah, it's they're just haters. Some, uh, I think they're haters. But uh, Beck Rawlings will speak for herself next week uh, against Tisha Torres. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm really excited for. Same it's, here. It's hot. There you go. The box is exciting, too. I'm going to call you the box. (laughs) I'm fine with being the box. Alexis is the box today. It has a name. And it's Alexis 
Torres. Oh, Thank look you. at that with that. Rolling you. your R's. Rolling your R's. I love Octagon. it. Octagon. <laughs> <laughs> also, I will fight you for JoJo. I'm just going to let you know right now. You're going to what? I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. Not yours. right now. Right she now. didn't mean right now. She didn't mean right now. <laughs> Not right now. Put your headphones back on. Yeah, you can't hear the show. Saddle up. Saddle up. I'll do it. I'm on Right here, down. right now. Uh-oh. I'm eyeing you down, Box. Boy. Guys, tune into our after-after show that doesn't <laughs> exist to see that. Because that's how interesting it is. Oh, my word. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, that would be funny. But, no. Um, what were we saying? Tisha Torres and Beck Rawlings next week. Yep. So... That's going to be interesting. Let, let me just say this. Beck Rawlings, uh, I think, is the tallest girl out of everybody mm-hmm. on the show. How tall is she? Uh, I don't know. She looks like 5'6", five, 5'5". Five, five. There's a height advantage to Yeah, her, definitely sure. a height advantage. Well, Tisha Torres is very small. So um, that's not saying much. But there was definitely a height difference between the two when they squared off. Um, Tisha Torres, we know, has really good uh, kickboxing Muay Thai mixture, really good boxing. And mm-hmm. I think Beck Rawlings, they said, was just a class act boxer. Yeah, well, she um, she's she's athletic as a child, born, right. uh, you know, raised uh, born and raised in Australia. Um, got into MMA in around 2010, and okay. uh, you know, married uh, Aussie fighter Dan Hyatt. She originally went by uh, uh, Beck Hyatt. Beck Hyatt, right? Um, and uh, yeah, three submission wins. Actually, five and three, three submission wins. Two two of those under 40 seconds. Um, wow! Yeah, just trained all all around. I'd say I don't think she necessarily had a, a strike or a excuse me combat sports pedigree right. uh, earlier in life. Um, so you know you've got somebody uh, coming in. What is this? Uh, the no, Beck is is ranked number eight versus Tisha number three. Mm-hmm. Um, Tisha has Tisha is four and zero, oh, but she's seen some uh, pretty well, sixteen and four in amateur Muay Thai. Um, she's seen some pretty significant. Uh, significant fights. I know. I know a little time. bit about Tisha uh, just because uh, she trained at the same team as she trained right. as an American top ATT team. ATT girl, yeah, yeah. Uh, while I was there for a year, mm-hmm. I saw her here and there. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see her much. I don't know if she was at the other locations. There's tons of locations in Southern mm-hmm. Florida, um, but I do know that she works with my co- my old coach Steve Bruno, who mm-hmm. is the mitt trainer for Hector Lombard, mm-hmm. Tiago Alves Pitbull, all yeah. the guys at a-, a lot of the guys at ATT. So I know she definitely has great Muay Thai. As you said, she has a mm-hmm. uh, Muay Thai pedigree. Um, her stand-up's second to none, almost. Yeah. She, she's famous for her, her axe kicks and her, mm-hmm. you know, her crazy Yeah, her she's crazy black belt in Taekwondo and possibly karate as well, if I'm, okay. if I'm correct. Yeah, definitely a Taekwondo style. You can mm-hmm. see that in her kicks. Um, yeah. Mix that with a sick Muay Thai style. She, she has great stand-up. Um, obviously, her ground game is her fault, but I don't think she's bad there either. She's very strong, mm-hmm. um, as her build suggests. Um, so I'm excited for this one. But Beck Rawlings is tough as nails. I mm-hmm. say th- I think I've said this every week because I saw that fight with her and Carlos Barza mm-hmm. when she took it last minute in, in Invicta. Um, so I, I don't rule her out at all. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Tisha Torres here. I don't think she's going to pass up this second chance. Well, that's the thing is we talked about last week. You know, it's Tisha has a second chance. has an opportunity and she needs to jump on it. Right. Which is something that Beck saw in the uh, Carla Esparza fight. Mm-hmm. Taking it on a short notice and just going the distance as best she could. Um, Absolutely. So it, it remains to be seen uh, how she uh, how she does under that pressure. But, you know, when for, for most anybody, and I feel that's the case for a lot of combat sports – uh, or fighters in general, you, when your back is against the wall, you know it, it brings the best out in you. You got to fight, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a valid point. 
Um, Beck Rawlings is ranked number eight. Tisha Torres number three. Mm-hmm. There is that as well. Now Tisha has fought and she's had a match. You know, mm-hmm. Bre- Beck has not. So you know the the injury bug, uh, if it's there for either of them. Um, you know, Tisha having having fought could have. Uh, she, I mean, she she could have she had to risk injuries. that exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's my point. It, yeah. That's a good point because it wouldn't be out right now. We'll probably hear about it after the fight mm-hmm. if there is one. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a good point. She could be dealing with something that we don't know about. Yeah. I mean, like Heather Joe Clark, it's possible she could have had that torn ACL during the fight. Mm-hmm. It also could have gotten worse in the fight. I'm sure, it got worse in yeah. the fight. But think about that. I mean, she's been complaining about her knee, complaining about her knee. Here it is, a torn ACL. Yeah. So I, I want to give Heather Joe Clark some credit here, where credit's due. By all means, yeah. And that's Chalking something through. she's she's going to be out. And ACL, folks, uh, yeah. they were saying nine, six, no, sorry. Nine, nine, months, nine, to nine, nine months to a year. Nine months to a year. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, that conversation or that announcement a couple of weeks ago about all the women fighting on the uh, all the women the cast members fighting on the finale uh she's joining Justine Kish uh on the sidelines in front row there unfortunately yeah uh, it'll be nice to see her when she does get her shot and we hope she uh recovers and heals up smoothly and soon but uh yeah it's not going to happen we're we're going to wait till uh we'll have to wait till the spring to see Justine and Heather yeah definitely i i think they'll definitely be back um they're two tough girls sure well they'll get their shot they yeah but Two tough be girls. For... No. Uh, oh uh, no! No pun no intended. No pun intended. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I think they'll be back, and I think they'll be you know great contenders in this division. Um. I really think this this strawweight division is stacked. I mean, I I don't see a huge difference in talent as we do in like I always mention in the bantamweight division. It's kind of like. Uh, you know everyone, and then Ronda Be- Rousey, but because they cherry picked from the top, <laughs> the top ten or fifteen already, <clears throat> just brought them over from Invicta. Yeah, right. It's a great point. Whereas uh, the other weight classes, they had to work their way up and mm-hmm. work their way into the UFC, which yeah. makes you know, yeah, makes there more room for difference. But do you uh, think Tisha Torres is going to win next week? Yeah, yeah. That's that's her pick. Yeah, yeah that's my pick. That's what do you think? Pick. I'm not going to pick until I hear the AfterBuzz TV predictions. Do we have that? <laughs> we have that. Come on, guys. TV predictions. Look at that, George. You asked and you received. Because is it, of, is it that of, easy? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I can do it again. Uh, Please That's don't. okay. <laughs> do it again. Oh, wow. She actually listened. And now, your AfterBuzz TV Predictions. You didn't say predictions. Because I'm too busy predicting. He was thinking it. I predict I will go against your pick and say Beck Rawlings wins. Tisha Torres, two-time loser, one season. Sorry, you're cut. UFC, go back to Invicta. Oh, my gosh. Ouch. Hey, that's good. Don't. That is good. He's going out on a limb. I'm not hating his pick. He's he's putting it down there. Oh. All right. Too soon. (laughs) enough of that octagon you know what's funny too is that i I think this we're at episode seven of the series Mm -hmm. it's if i remember correctly i believe it's 12 one hour episodes and the 13th one is the finale okay so we've got now we're we're almost done with the quarterfinals that'll leave us uh let's see four semifinal matches and then two Final matches. That's six matches that got to get fit into. Let's see, seven. So there's eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 
six matches that have to get into five more episodes. This is oh. the, you know, when you talk about the series, the overall arc of the series, um, this is when the things start to kind of falter off. If, if we still had uh, the rules from Ultimate Fighter 1, you know, half of the crew would be gone or half of the cast would be gone, you know, um, from the house. But now... Uh, by what standard? Oh, meaning... By by the rules. Right, okay. You know, but this, this is when it really gets down to the dynamics changing of uh, a team, uh, you know, team versus team versus every woman for out for themselves. For themselves, right. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, we're, we're at that point and with, with Rose winning... This uh, um, this week's match, it's now seven and one. I'm sorry, no, it's uh, six and one with one more to go. Um, in terms of the uh, you know the team versus team stuff, mm-hmm. that means now that we're getting into the area where uh, teammates are going to start fighting themselves, mm-hmm. and that's something that also was touched upon for Team Pettis. Yeah. You know, and it, it ties to the strange clickishness within the clickishness. Of the show that we saw, you know, with with Melendez. Now it's the same thing for uh, um, for uh, Pettis as well, where people are starting to pick and choose who they train with. Bottom line is, it's going to get weird because think about it. You all right? You already had girls on the other team. You mm-hmm. you already saw them in the house. You already shared a bathroom with them and said, okay, those girls are my potential opponents. Mm-hmm. Now. The girls that have been helping you train to kick the other girls' asses are now your <laughs> potential opponents as well. It, it gets to the point where you start to realize, if you hadn't already known this going into the house, that MMA is not a team sport. Bottom line. Okay. You can train. I, I, listen, I train with one of the biggest teams in Southern California. Yep. I have a team yep. and I love every one of them. Yes. But that doesn't mean that I don't realize that the girls that are 115 on my team we're eventually going to be in the UFC together if we, you know, we both want to go the whole, all the way. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a day where Dana White or you know, uh, you're going to fight her. Yeah, she's going to offer friends. me that fight. Is yeah. there anybody you wouldn't fight? No, exactly. There's not See. a single woman on this planet you wouldn't fight. No, I, 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 I doodle. She won't my fight my mommy. Yeah, yeah. I never fight my mommy. Technically, that's, that's that's an answer. She's a woman. But the but, point, I what I thought, thing is fascinating. This is. MMA, it's it's gray when it comes to that answer. Is it a team sport? Is it not a team sport? It's not. It's not at its base, but you don't excel and you don't get better unless you have a team that pushes you. Absolutely. And Absolutely. therefore, in some ways, it is. So it's not black and white. It's gray, and that's what. That's a good point. Makes it so. Uh, what's the word? So you know, c- competitive and 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 fascinating it's it's a very complex sport because of that it brings right. itself i don't know personally how boxing uh um, arranges itself in this respect i know there's boxing I can, teams i could talk on this actually okay. because, do so yeah, because definitely. it's not the same as a wrestling team absolutely that trains and each person has their own weight class and that's that you and know? that's that right yeah. it's a very good point because my boxing coach he's an old school boxing coach and he has trained 90% boxers and he has a couple mma fighters mm-hmm. you know but he trains mostly boxers, and what he says to me every day, he's like, "Darry, you got to listen to me. You know, you got to you got to realize these girls are your competition. Mm-hmm. They're not here to help you." And he, you know, he's real blatant about it. He's like, "They're not here to help you. They're yeah. here to train and get better." He goes, "What I do with my boxers, especially my high level boxers, I find them sparring partners, mm-hmm. random sparring partners from friends of friends of friends, mm-hmm. and." I pay them to come tra- spar with my boxer, and that's mm-hmm. it. At the end of the day, they don't even shake hands. They leave. That's it. Nice to meet you. Let's go. Right. And they go back to their gym. Never, you know, oh, two boxers at 155 helping each other out, and they train at the same gym and they're friends. That doesn't happen. Right, right. It's too competitive. 
And, um, you know, he just pointed out that he tells me all the time, not that I believe all of his, you know, theories, but he always tells me, Darry, it's not a team sport. It's not mm-hmm. a team sport. You don't need to be sparring every Friday with the team is his personal belief. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no, I got to spar. I got to get better. And he's like, no, come hit mitts with me. Come work technique with me. You know, and he has his own beliefs. So, yeah, well, I think it, it's certain most until it gets to that point where you've got to deal with that uh, scenario. Right. You might as well spar. If you have sparring partners, you might as well use them. Cause, Absolutely. Because there's times that you don't get it, them. It, that that was on a different note. That wasn't mm-hmm. – he wasn't saying that because of, you know, the whole team thing. He was saying that just, you know, to get one-on-one work. But yeah. that it, it's, it's a different perspective on the sport. And he's someone that's so adamant about it not being a team sport and mm-hmm. not needing the team. Now – I don't think it's a team sport, but I, I do think you need teammates in a sense, right. if that makes any sense. Um, I don't uh, think that makes it a team sport in some points. Yeah, though. yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, the, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that you don't need to be best friends with everyone you train with. And right. if you are, you need to be able to separate in your head. OK, if Sean Shelby called me and said, can you fight, mm-hmm. you know, so and so you need to be able to say yes. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. I have the type of personality where it's like. I don't want to say no to any fight. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. This is a sport and you should get in there and the fighting somebody, fighting a friend is, should be a sign of respect because you're going in there and you're testing your skills against each other. That's a great way to put it. And if you have two mature people, whether female or male, two mature people that are so adamant about martial arts, they would understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I respect you. You are my friend outside of the cage, but listen, it's game time. It's business time. This, this is, is our job. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So well, It's only 10, 15 minutes. I mean, you guys can get over it. You know what I mean? You guys <laughs> know right. It's not like you're fighting for like an hour. That, you know, that's 10 a good minutes, point. 15 minutes, just fight. And the way that most, most fights go, uh-huh. if two people go to the very end, and uh, 10, 15 minutes of fighting, you should be congratulating each other. They're going to be hugging other. it out. Absolutely. Exactly. Good point, Jay. Yeah. Uh, just something for people to think about and for the girls to work through in the house. They're going to have to fight each other, girls. So right. you might as well train together while you have them. Yep. It's indeed. We're going to wrap it up here. You kicking us out, Alexis? Yes, I am. <laughs> now she is. It's a late night shout here. Out, shout out to the U.S. women's soccer team who made an appearance on the show. Very good. Yep. Sydney LaRue, I love you. You and you can me? find him at G Hermosa twenty eight. <laughs> no, no, Darry B twenty eight. I'm just G Hermosa. He's just G Hermosa. Uh, Twitter, Instagram <laughs> at G H E R M O Z A. Gracias. Jay, take it over. Octagon. J ten seven one six. All over the usual suspects, and uh, we'll be seeing you guys on Sunday. With our uh, double shot. Yes, we will. Daria B28. You can find me all over your social media. Also, check out my new Facebook page, Daria the Jersey Devil Baronato, um, where you can find all my latest MMA details. Also, guys, we have Rockhold Bisping, Shogun OSP, Last Minute Change coming up Saturday. We will be here Sunday at 6 p.m. talking about it, possibly with a really cool guest. See you later. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.